What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Man, it's been a while. Uh, episode 79 of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike, coming live from Dallas, Texas. With me, as always, three-time major champion, John Rahm, or should I say Blaze Bernardi. Boys, how are we doing? Well, it's a prelude to hopefully next week's podcast. It's two. It's currently two-time major John Rahm. Um, I'm I'm doing well. I'm thinking about what uh, intro music we need to play right now because we're growing so fast. We we got uh, caught on Spotify. I call that a moral victory. We're on, the, we're on the radar of the big dogs now, huh? Folks, yeah. we had four episodes get taken down since since we last recorded. That is four separate emails, little little peepee wax that I've been getting from Spotify. On some copyright infringement, it's Which fine. Song? We're back. They can, hey, they can knock us down, but we're gonna we're gonna come back every single time. We're yeah, Donald Trump can play all these songs that he wants. Why can't our podcast <laughs> cease and desist? <laughs> what uh, was it? The intro or the outro? I, it, it didn't say. It just said that there is copyright infringement, and we are being forced to take this down. We had a we had a dispute period. However, obviously I don't really have any grounds to dispute this. I was going to consult the law. Merrick just clicked the dispute button and hoped it would go away. Well, no. That's what like, leaders do, Dave. I thought by clicking the dispute button it was going to go to our, our our lawyers at Van Vliet, Rust and Weinstein, except it didn't go over there and god, you know, well, sorry, McGinnis, Van Vliet, Rust and Weinstein. Um, sorry, Maddie, but yeah, I mean, look, you just got to take your lashings. We'll move on. We'll find, we'll find some different, some different tunes here. I see you boys put in the notes, a couple links, uh, we'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll check these out and, and look fans. If you want to have a say in this, we're, we're taking suggestions at the South side guys on Twitter, uh, folks in the background there, you did hear him coming to you live though from Naperville, Illinois. Davey Fastballs. Fastballs is going to be letting it rip this weekend. Dave, can I tell the listeners what you got dialed up here? Yeah, we're going to Omaha for the College World Series. This is the 20th reunion, I guess you would call it. the twenty, Not the 20th annual. We missed a couple, but we've been going since 2003. Well, yeah, so. you missed a couple. You missed a couple flights going there. We missed a flight oh. or two. We missed a flight. One. It was one time, right? It was a fluke. Never again. It, it is funny though. Like I was talking to my dad yesterday and he's like, well, are you, do you like want to stay at our house so I can drive you to the airport or anything? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'll be able to get there. It was hey, one time. He's looking out. Right? It was one out. time. Hey, is, just it make sure? is it Southwest Midway? Yeah, we're flying out of Southwest. It's a direct flight there. Also, uh, shout out. You mentioned one of our attorneys at our law firm, uh, Weinstein. Congrats to Chu on getting on getting married this past weekend in, in, the, in the smoke of uh, of New Jersey and New York out there. Wow, so, that's an experience. Did you send him? Did you send him the merch like I told you? So, quick update on the merch. It is getting delivered tomorrow. We've what? got what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What the fuck do you mean? Haven't you been working on this for weeks? Our last podcast was seven weeks ago, what, and, and listen, I won that bet like three podcasts before that. Linda, listen, um, Titleist does not print QR codes apparently on the side of golf balls, and they failed to email me that. So my order never came. I was refunded. So I went to golfballs.com for no free ads, but quick shout out to them. Uh, they're going to get two dozen golf balls printed and sent to the house tomorrow they're out for delivery on the 14th uh we're going to be giving away a couple sleeves i did i did have to change the design a little bit it just has our twitter handle so blaze 
look That's alive. A lot of pressure. Lot of pressure here, bud. Don't get I that thing. Don't job. get that thing suspended. <laughs> you let God some political. Forbid. You let some political takes leak in there once in a while, and I'm always like, you know, we're just gonna let him. We're we're not gonna say anything. We don't want to put him on a leash. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But, but hey, boys, you mentioned it. It's been a while since we got back together last. Massive news in the world of golf since you've got the merger of Live and the PGA. I still don't know what to think of the whole situation and how no one was notified prior to the announcement. I know the PGA has said that they are going to make make the loyal players whole on this and 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 you know they're going to get theirs and get paid. What do you guys think about this? Was it wrong of the PGA? I mean, you got to empathize for the players a little bit who stayed loyal because and look, yes, they say that they're going to do something. I they haven't announced anything yet, but general thoughts and opinions. I'm I'm still baffled by the whole situation. Yeah, I can go first. First, I just want to say the American golf media that was sucking PGA's dick the past year just got everything blown back in their face. Um, just with kind of the grandstanding, the moral code, hanging the PGA up in the air for the 9-11 thing and the PGA, it's their fault for buying into it. The reality of the situation is if you look at any Fortune 500 company, any company in general across the world has some interaction with Saudi Arabia and that fund. They're just not investing in golf and the EPL. They're investing in other ventures as well that are not sports related. So it's a slippery slope. The PGA, PGA went down that slope and they kind of got it um, just eat it. Um, in regards to the players like Rom and Roy who stayed loyal, my guess would be what would be going forward is there will be some standalone live events where these guys will basically have a free thing to go and play and they'll get paid like $50 million for an appearance fee. That's where I think we're going, where Liv will have some separate events and then PGA will have some, but it will all be one together. That's where I think this is heading. And I think it's going to get approved by the Department of Justice as well, too, with some of these lawyers who are working on the merger. They know every nook and cranny in that town. Hey, boys, do you think the team format stays? Or do you think that goes? So this is the thing. It's not even a team format. You're golfing individual and you're adding your scores up together. I think if they want to do a team thing, they should be doing something like the rider match where they're doing stroke play or hell, even mixing it up a bit where they're having teams of three and four and they're each taking one individual shot. Like that team play is not what they were doing. It's nothing new in my opinion. They're all independent playing by themselves on separate holes they got to think of something else if they want to do that team thing. Did you That's watch you watch or did you watch a couple weeks ago the uh NCAA golf championships? Yeah. Like they had uh, a kid from bit. Illinois in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, they they lost, but like I think it's good. That's basically what they did though, Dave. And then they did the match play and Illinois can't win in match play in the finals. Right. That's what I'm saying is they could do something very similar to that setup where it's like all right, Tuesday or Thursday, Friday are like qualifying and the top four teams make it. And then you have a semifinal and a final. Even you do the top eight teams and you do two matches each day on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. After this, I'll stop. I'll stop talking and you can go day. But I think one thing that Liv did really well, and you saw it with the Australian Open and like you even saw it with the Canadian Open, which we'll get to these national opens are meaningful. Like if you go to Spain, you go to France, these crowds are going to be insane. People are going to be proud and want to play there. Absolutely. And these American golfers need to suck it up and be able to travel outside the United States because newsflash, 
There are some gorgeous courses all over the world, and we're going to experience one in Rome in the Ryder Cup in 2021. So that's something that needs to change. And basically, these golfers, if they're going to cry that they're actually golfing at midnight in their regular time zone, they need to suck it up and just play because that's what international golfers have been doing on the PGA forever. All right, I'm done with that. I could see the PGA stepping up and, and adopting what Liv did and paying for their travel, if that's the case. Right. I, I, I think that could have some legs to it. But Dave, what, what, what do you think about the whole situation? Well, it was shocking when the when the news broke. It was one of those fun news days when everyone's texting everybody and nothing bad really happens. So that makes it always a lot more fun when it's you're not texting everybody because something shitty happened. Um, but I mean, Blaze, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with everything that you were talking about. Jay Monahan to be holding up the 9-11 families and then going back on this. The only reason they took that route with that argument to begin with is because it was the only one that really stuck and hit a chord with like American viewers and Amer- the American public. Um, it was always about the money. It always was, always has been, always will be. That's what we learned more than anything with this. Um, you mentioned it, the Australian Open. I actually wrote that down in my notes right here. That is my number one hope that I hope comes out of this is that we get like a massive, massive Australian tournament sometime in the middle of winter. Um, that would be super cool because we saw what the live crowd, what, what that drew out for them. Um, you hope that you get a better, a better just world tour in general to your point, Blaze. Um, the Ryder Cup should be great again. I can't see them preventing any of those players from not playing in it now at this point. There's no reason why someone like Brooks shouldn't be in it and should have been either way, honestly. And and you also mentioned it too. It's kind of hard to get away from the the Saudi money. They've got $1.07 trillion in assets under management. I looked up that stat today. They're into F1. They're into the Newcastle United, as you already know. Um, they're trying to start their domestic soccer league. They lost out on Messi, but they're still bringing a bunch of guys over into that. And that doesn't even touch on all the the stuff that they have, they have their hands in, in in other industries. And you end up reaching a point, Blaze, I texted us, our, our group, when I was all hopped up on caffeine that morning. You're on a end to a point where it's like, where do you draw the line for like protesting and boycotting stuff like this? Because at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be tweeting it from your iPhone and you're going to be bitching about it, even though your, your iPhone was made by little kids in fucking Asia. Like, what's what's the difference at this point? Like, where are you going to draw the line? Just be happy you live in America and try to do your best. That's all there is to it. Hopefully it ends up being good for golf. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, you know, it was bound to happen at some point. Money wins. Boys, final thoughts? Just my final thoughts again. I, I think some PGA like media outlets, like I don't have a problem with Barstool, but like no laying up those guys basically sold their journalistic integrity for access and watching them kind of jump over hoops to justify this merger after being so anti-live is, is just kind of funny. So it's, I, I think the media is a hypocrisy with just how this played out and it's just like politics in the media. It's just irrelevant. I just wow. enjoy watching golf on Twitter, and I love watching golf. Look at boys putting on the boxing gloves for three guys from the south side coming at you. Hot takes. Well, yeah, like he fights. Uh, he fights with them on Twitter too. It's the best. I if you don't follow, it. if you don't follow the Twitter handle, you I got to well, Those gotta... guys hate Rom, and they're obsessed with Spieth and Rory. <laughs> and those guys haven't won in fourteen years combined. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Did you Blaise. did you watch the? I know you did, Blaze Merrick. Did you watch the end of that RBC Canadian Open on Sunday? I didn't see it. No, I was. Ugh. We had four forty five puck drop off West Pointo. So, <laughs> how are the kids doing? No, no, that was my own oh. game. That was the that was the that was the old men's league. Yeah. Uh, kids are doing good though. Kids are good. Um, all right, enough of the Web PGA merger. Couple things 
also transpired. We've had uh, last night the Denver Nuggets won their first NBA title. Um, unfortunately, there was you know some uh, some shitty things going outside the stadium afterwards. Um, any final kind of takeaways from the NBA Finals, boys? Sounds like you made a little little chunk of change there. Yeah, I basically won all the money I lost back in NHL on this. I basically parlayed Man City to win the Champions League and Denver Nuggets to win um, the NBA Finals. Paid out minus 192, so that was a nice little hit. Um, Best team won. I think the justification, my biggest pet peeve with the NBA this season was people were acting like the regular season didn't matter, and in fact it did. Because if you look at the Nuggets, they played an eight seed, they played a four seed, and then they played a seven seed, and then they played an eight seed to win the finals. You look at Miami Heat, they were the one seed last year. They were an eight seed right now. They had to play a one seed, a four seed, and a two seed, and they were just kind of beaten up after playing all these games. So the regular season matters after this. So hopefully these players stop resting in the middle of March and February and actually suck it up because the higher the seed you are, the better chance you have to win, and the Nuggets prove that. Load management, right, boys? Not a fan of anti-load management. And yeah. the Nuggets also kind of got rid of the small small ball mantra. They played three guys that were over six ten in Jokic, Porter, and I think someone else I can't remember. So it's yeah, kind of refreshing to see boy. how they won and happy for them. Yeah, Dave. Any uh, anything interesting coming from your end on the NBA side? I mean, say what you will about the Miami Heat. It seemed like they kind of ran out of steam. They lost what six of their last eight playoff games. Um, the Celtics, for whatever reason, couldn't figure out that zone. And the, the take's already been said. It's a complete fucking joke that Jokic didn't win the MVP over Embiid. And they, there's no reason that he shouldn't have. And now it's 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 very glaring that that he should have. And the Bulls had Jimmy Butler. Remember that? Yep. It's a shame. Gave him. Oh, one. you missed one thing in golf, too, that we just kind of glossed over that we missed since last time. Uh, me and Coobs did, in fact, win our major in <laughs> South Carolina. Four matches to two. So just make sure we get that on the record. Thank you. Dave, I, I'm not having a, a real easy time sleeping, hence the helpers over here. Oh, Blaze, you, I don't even know if we told you. Merrick had like a, what what we call it, an eight-footer? Six-footer. About a six-footer to, to win. win it all. Just Downhill. completely missed it. Downhill. Scotty Shuffler'd it? Downhill. Scotty Shuffler'd Well, I was like, his. you should have seen his putter. He was pulling it back like Willie Z and following through like Scheffler. It was super ugly. Not like me last year on 18 at Pinehurst number two from about five feet, two clicks past tap dead center. Yeah, six inches right to left. Down I didn't hear about road. that. I heard Myrtle Beach, though, is, uh, is not a great place. To oh, downtown Myrtle Beach is is a poor man's Wisconsin Dells, and Wisconsin <laughs> Dells is not exactly top cheddar, folks. Just like, whew, oh. mercy me. Yeah, it's not. We drove through there in the morning then to try and find a place for breakfast, and we just kept driving and went to the fucking Cracker Barrel. That tells you so how you good it was down there. So you even think in kind of those crappy little towns that there's like a small there's like a small diner that you can go to and get like pancakes, sausage, eggs, and chocolate milk. For not like on Mother's Day, boy. Not on Mother's Day, though, right? Oh, that's why. But still, it was you know one of the one of like the hotels. I think it was a hotel. We drove back. Blaze legitimately looked like the hotel that. Um, in Breaking Bad, where they get all the information from that one hooker. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Wendy, I think her name is, because they play that song. Everyone knows it's Wendy. Yeah, then she makes an appearance in Better mm-hmm. Call Saul too. Before yep. it was all downhill for her. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Anyways, well, anyways, the cup's in the building tonight too. And I just, if you saw my face about a second one. ago, it's, it's five, five one. one. Oh my god, they got to stop scoring because I bet Vegas and uh, under seven and a half. You 
the over under was not was seven and a half. Well, no, they they've been giving out they've been giving out boosts to the same game parlays, and I've been doing those. I've been doing pretty well on them. House money, Blaze got absolutely waxed on those. Unfortunately, waxed. Yeah, wasn't good. The yeah. real loser is the is Coobs and the fact that Vegas couldn't close this out in four. He would have pushed with Patty. With Patty, Patty. Clinched yeah. Yikes. Hey, speaking of, we got to try to get him on next episode, episode 80, Pat's 80. Uh, we got to try to get him on. All right, let's do it. We got to have him and Blaze just go mano y mano for five straight minutes. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. David you won't, you won't let me activate an account on his book. He won't. Blaze. Now let's he's get, winding down. Let's get, let's get to business here. The listeners want some more picks. U.S. Open is this weekend. Your boy, Rom, potential third major. Who else do you have on the card? Who should we be thinking about? Okay, so I'll start there? out with my two small plays. I love doing the first-round leaders. And flashback, last U.S. Open, I had an 80-1 to with Adam Hadwin. Me and Dave couldn't believe that. That was a miracle. Won my money back on that one. But um, I like Sepp Straka. Um, he's plus 110 first-round leader. He's a low-key dark horse to make the Ryder Cup team, and he's been playing absolutely excellent golf this year. Very underrated, playing very well. He was paired with Memorial going in on a Saturday um, um, in Ohio for the Jack Nicholas event. I think he's playing really song, a solid. He's a strong hitter, got a lot of power. His short game's a work in progress, but he's getting there. I think he's someone who can kind of get a high score that first week. He's also 300 to 1 if you're crazy. Um, and then I also did Sun JM first round too. He was a mess in the PGA Championship. That was one of the worst bets I've ever made. He finished like plus 11. But um, I think he can pull out a good first round. Um, going to the bread and butter, Rom 11 to 1. Um, was the leader going into Sunday last year, one stroke back. Plays every U.S. Open really well, came in first. He struggled last year, still had a top 20 finish. I think this course is made out for Rom. There's three par fives, which is a rarity in the U.S. Open, usually only two. And there's five par threes, ranging from potentially 85 yards to 290. You need to have a diverse golf game, and John Rahm has that second shot course. I think what you should. I think what I'd recommend to my listeners is going on the USGA Twitter page. They're literally throwing balls on the fairway, and they're rolling off into the rough. So it's going to be super important to make sure you're hitting your spots on the fairway, and you're not just chucking the ball down the field like uh, Brooks Kepka was at Oak Hill and hitting it out of the rough because you're not going to be able to play like that. This is perfect for Rahm. And then the last thing, too, before I run out of breath, I really like Tyrell Hatton, 35 to 1. Um, I think he's been playing great golf. He's a super fucking head case, just like I am. Maybe that's why I can't quit. But he has the third most strokes gained behind Rahm and Scheffler this year. And he's the highest rated golfer who hasn't run a PGA Tour event this year. He has it all together. He's been playing really solid rounds and then has one bad round that pulls him back. I'm really hoping he's. Um, I'm really hoping that last round at the Canadian Open, where he made ten birdies but had a double bogey, that this can kind of carry over into the next week with what we're doing because it's going to play like a European course, which he should have the shot selection for, and it might favor him who's shooting as a lefty as well. So those are my two lone plays. Not getting too crazy, taking it easy. I would have loved to get a Rom versus Kepka matchup and hammer that, but I can't find that on any book. You got Rory teeing off with Kepka, I think, on Thursday, right? Yeah, those two. That's going to be a little testosterone in that group. Yeah, probably a little bit. Probably a little bit. But then again, Rory still makes a fuck ton from his Nike deal, so I think he's doing all right. Dave, who, who do you got on the card come Thursday? 
Blaze, I've been all over Tyrrell Hatton with you the last few weeks. I finally hit on him. He was my my big play last week. He was uh, four hundred to one, Dave, at the Canadian Open. Actually, after he double bogeyed eight, and he so he was, was one stroke away from overtime. I didn't have him to win though. I had him top ten. That's I finally quit betting him to win. I finally just bet him top ten. I used that's one what of, like, I probably should have done with this bet. That's so it, it was I was I was very happy with that because I I mean he doubles that one and I'm like Jesus Christ he might not even come top ten. Then he went on that huge run on the back. So I'm betting him to win again. Um, I'm basically using like all the proceeds from all that shit on 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 this weekend. My pick of the weekend is going to be Colin Morikawa. It all depends on if his back is fine because he had back spasms two weeks ago. He hasn't played in almost two weeks, basically, when he's going to go up here for uh, about 10 days because I think he withdrew from Schwab, the Schwab, I think, in like the on Sunday. Um, he's 35 to 1 to win it all. The Memorial. There you go. And uh, he's 40 to 1 on the, on, as a first round leader. Uh, I, I'm going to take him. I assume that he holds up. He's from uh, Los Angeles. He went to UCLA. For the same reason, and with one of my guys that I used to bet all the time, I'm going to throw a, a little flyer on Cantley, too. Um, besides that, all the usual suspects. I'm going with Homa, Finau, Burns, typical guys that I talk about a lot on here. Um, and, Blaze, I, I, I we'll see how this this Vegas bet plays out, but if it ends up hitting, I might get suckered into betting Tom Hoagie top 40. Tell me not to. Oh, my God. You're always on the Hoagie. Bet it till he misses it, till he hits. It's due now. No comment. Did you ever hit on that Finau? No, Fino hasn't won. He only won the 3M last year. Yeah, but you guys said you liked Fino for the PGA, and he won the Mexican the Mexican Open. He, he the ended up going one of the Mexico. Yeah, I'm I'm writing picks from both your cards, boys. I love Hatton. Uh, to your point, that he's got six top tens this year. Three of those in his last last five events. Obviously, he played great last week, and he's fourth on tour in total putts. Right, like if if the putter stays hot. This guy's going to have a chance to win it. I think you said, what, uh, 35 to 1. Um, I'm all over that. And, Dave, I like Max Homa, too. Another California kid won the uh, – what did he win earlier this year? He won the Farmers in California, finished second at the Genesis. He just plays really good West Coast golf, but he finished second uh, at the – no, Phoenix Open. He did not do too well. But historically, again, he's played well, uh, Arizona, California golf. Um I like him. What 16, 16 to one? Is that what you got him at, Dave? You can get Homa for better than that right now. Yeah, twenty two maybe. Yeah, Ooh. Cantley. Cantley's in that eighteen sixteen yeah. range. Yikes! So I, I like both those plays, Dave. You said you're also on on Florida College World Series this weekend. Wait, can we back up to what happened to Texas last night? Oh yeah, oh, did you see that? Oh my god! I was like, I thought oh. Steve Sarkeesian was calling plays right there for a second on the Dude. football team. That's a way like, to lose, man. That oh, is a wait, way to go out and lose. You got to think one of those outfielders is going to the transfer portal now. You can't go back. I just, it. I watched. I didn't know right? what happened until this morning, and when I watched the replay, I was like legitimately sick to my stomach watching it because it's just so gross. I don't know. I don't know how you let it that happen. It, like your your heart, your, your heart goes out to those those kids. Yeah. Is yeah. there a Big Ten team in the College World Series this year? No. no. No, Oral Roberts is like the the Cinderella. I saw Eastern was in a regional. Eastern was in a regional. Iowa actually played pretty well in their regional. Hey Dave, don't look now. It's six to one Vegas. Is it really? It's six one Vegas. Baby. Did they? I, how is it? It said that it was the intermission. What happened? They 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 literally went and reviewed the play and the puck crossed the line. Oh, I'm not going to win. Under it, it wasn't for too much, at least. I should have just bet that same bet that we kept winning on early on. You said over seven and a half, right? Under seven and a half. 
Oh, you'll be fine. Do they just need to not score. That's I'm not going to be fine. I did listen to our other our podcast uh, from the last one, and we won the bet that we said we were making on there. It was we were betting the Warriors with our proceeds. We were having some cocktails that night. Oh, can we talk about the biggest fucking friend of the program these last handful of weeks? Friend of the program. Oh yeah, the friend of the program pick big, was unbelievable. Big Mike ended up going like fourteen and two on sixteen NBA plays, and I rode majority of those. I know we were riding them a little bit in Myrtle Beach, but Big Mike didn't miss. He's overseas right now. I know he's gonna listen to this one when he gets back. So he is gonna he's gonna appreciate the, the little nod from the boys. He's been he was red hot. He's so red hot. Beach, so is the pipeline reversed, Mike, from Grand Rapids? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got payment. Nice. This uh, this friend of the program is saving the rest of the friend of the program plays. That's all he I'm is. gonna say. He really. I is. think in Myrtle Beach too, though. I went. I was like broke. Bro, I basically broke even, and I think I lost every hockey play I made, and I won every NBA every play. NBA I made. play. I was should have just been. Could you bet NBA. in South Carolina legally? No, no. dude. All these playing. southern states yeah. suck. Yeah, yeah. You know, know. you talk know. about moral grandstanding. Mercy. Um. What else, so, boys? Blaze, did you did, did you see any of the other stuff? The like some of the quirks with this course. I know you talked about like the eighty yard par three, the two hundred ninety yard par three. But did you happen to see off the fourteenth tee box? It backs up to a, the zoo that used to be a part of the Playboy Mansion, and you yeah. can hear animals like squawking and yelling in there. No, I didn't know that. You have else. to just just Google it. Uh, U.S. Open fourteenth hole, and you can you can hear like monkeys and like birds like squawking super loudly. Well, so the thing is to too is that I think the first hole is like right along the busiest street in L.A. So you're gonna yeah. have like cars go back and forth. Hey, but, don't hey look out for Johnny Drama and Paulie Shore. They might open up the mall. Also, I think Lionel Richie's house is on the fifth too, and it's like absolutely gigantic. So oh, Christ, it'll be cool. I heard it's hard to get in. I heard it's gonna be really secluded. So. Um, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere and this is probably going to be one of the better U S opens because, um, I can't tell you the last time it was a first time major might've been that one in Wisconsin, Aaron Hills, that Kepka one. Yeah. It should be pretty cool. Different type of environment. I'm wondering yeah. what the crowd's going to be like and where are they going to stand? Cause it doesn't seem like there's a lot of room for people no, out there. There's not. So yeah, we'll have to see. That's why I think the things, that's why I think it's going to be, um, I don't think they brought those stands from Kiowa that you guys were that you guys had people watching and watching you play after. Yeah. Um, that's it's, it's going to be interesting. That 290 yard par three. That's, that's wild. And there is no landing zone before the green. There is, there's bunkers and then there is fescue. Well, so like the whole right after it, it's like a par four, three eighty. So the idea is you shoot six on those two, but okay. like that, I think that's the intricacies of this course. That's going to make it like, make it challenging like ricky fowler was literally talking about on that par three that's like 120 yards they can move it up to 85 he said if they moved it up to the short part of the green 85 yards he would lay up instead of trying to go after the green so he would be doing like a 75 yard shot with this who knows probably not even a t on the box on oh just probably because the greens are so wild yeah so my big hope, though, is like the USGA, they're big on like making sure the gr- the grass looks really green, and that's not how the terrain works in Los Angeles. They better not be water brown and let it run, because if these fairways run, it's going to be a lot more difficult for these long drivers to kind of hit their spots. I know you were worried about on the on the Twitter handle earlier this, maybe even earlier this week, that the rough wasn't growing quick enough. That's changed. 
Yeah, it's actually warm this weekend, so that's a thing. But uh, yeah, some of my best interactions are with uh, British golfer handicappers. So I think I'm in the. I think I got to move there because Jason Sobel no longer DMs me or, or replies back to me anymore. <laughs> You're in good company, and we won't even mention your uh, your burner handle. That's a completely different story. Can't do that, Dave. It's too <laughs> scary right now. Dude, I'm out in the open. I'm not even hit on the message boards. Flapping in the breeze. I know. Long story short, Merrick. The subscription is canceled. I did not renew my subscription with um, the Illinois message boards. I'm done. Wow. You can always fire that thing back up, though, right? Yeah, but it's a moral principle. People said I'd be back in three months, so I need to wait like a year. Prove yeah, right. Blaze will be Blaze. I'll just get one, and I'll just give Blaze the login. No, because they'll know it's me. But no, it's actually <laughs> no. But um, it's actually interesting though because Illinois just got six fo- football recruitment commitments. So, um, I think football's kind of taken over basketball, and Brad's kind of no longer the popular guy in Champaign anymore. It's all about Bielema. So you just hope be a big he stays. For him. You just hope Bielema stays, and we still don't have a point guard. Yeah, we do not so, have a point guard, Merrick. We're playing a power forward at point guard currently right now, and the staff isn't going after anybody else. We're basically like um, Kirk Ferentz's offense with his son in charge. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Hey, we got a friend. We've got a pro- good defense. We got a friend of the program on the Hawkeye team this this year. We're gonna make we're gonna make a run at it. We're gonna make a run at it. Can't reveal my sources yet, but we got a friend of the program over there. Are there um, any college football totals we've seen that come out that we like? I, I wrote that down on my my personal notes. I figured we'd talk about that over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, okay. we got to revisit that. We do have the Women's uh, World Cup coming up. Are going to bet on that? Where's that at? Dave, I've bet on other things before. I don't think it's in Qatar, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. You can go out on a limb on that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me look it up. Australia and New Zealand. We're not even going to be able to watch the games with that time difference. That's more like it, though. Yeah, no, it's kind of sad. After this golf thing, there's really nothing until the um, Open Championship in July, and then we have a month and a half of just downtime until football starts. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not counting down the days to it yet. Quite yet, though. We don't want to waste away summer or wish away summer. There's yeah, a couple other things. Hey, I I wrote it in there, Mike. Let, let's get bedarded. We didn't. That that happened since we last talked. Kids a rig. Didn't see one, that coming. Oh my god, you he's huge. On, you see him on the stationary bike. His he's got absolute tree trunks for thighs. How old? He's five nine. You blaze. Just look up the pictures of him. Dude, he's five he nine is, and three quarters. He, and like he weighs a buck eighty five. I'm a buck eighty five too, and basically, I could probably take him in a fight. Have you seen any of like the the smoke screens out there that like they're they're basically trying to be like, oh, you know, like we might take this Fantilli. We don't really know who we're gonna take yet. Like bull fucking shit. This is the same crap the Bears tried to pull. This me is in, a like, general. This is a generational talent. They didn't. I think I was texting Coobs about it, like joking around. He's like, Dave, they didn't sell all those season tickets for fucking Fantilli. All right. They sold them for Bedard. Yeah, there's no chance. I mean, that's like, that's a Sam Bowie type mistake. Which, by the way, have you guys seen that movie? That air, air movie? Yeah. I haven't yet. I haven't watched it. Blaze, have you? Come on. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's on Amazon Prime. I'll give you my login if you want to go watch it. I have Amazon Prime. I can watch it. Just you haven't heard about the movie Air? No. What? What? Black Mirror season six comes out uh in two days. Ben Affleck, Chris Tucker. 
Oh, ever okay, heard yeah. of them? I okay, I know what it is. I I didn't know. A I R. I thought it was still in theaters. No, no, no. I think it is still too early release. Um, hey boys, I do need a we, we do need to talk a little a little union talk here. Give a little, <laughs> Carol Tomei. No, give give a little give a little O'Brien update. We came we hey you know what sometimes sometimes you got to give a, a little here and the unions getting what one thing that they wanted they're getting volume back on their trucks we're taking volume away from from the USPS in the sure post service which means look those little things that you buy on Etsy or you buy on eBay guess what instead of UPS handing those off to the post office those are going to stay in the UPS network makes the union happy. Things are going to go smooth. This has been staying out of the media. We are going to be coming right back up. Hopefully, we're at the bottom of, of the transportation market, and we're get, we're on a trajectory for another 24-month just rocket ship. I, I read an article on the boys in Brown. I read an article in preparation for this, and they actually said very similar stuff. They said that it's actually making really you good think progress. I would make that up. No, and the market's kind of baking in at this point that it, there's probably not going to be a strike. But when's the market ever been wrong, Mike? Never. Never. Market always was right. Always bounces back. How right? long is the con- like contracts they do? Four years. Yeah. Uh, this no. one. Ex- this one expires August first. Yes. Yeah, but they can extend it. Aren't, aren't they holding the vote right now about whether they're going to authorize a strike? Which, even if that passes, it just means that a strike is authorized. Well, right. no, Dave, they can't even vote to authorize a strike until after the contract's officially expired. No, oh, Labor Relations 101. Now I get it. I, that, why did it say that in the article then? Why are they starting to hold votes? We're, we're going we're gonna to read be a fun. bogus article. Well, no, you need to know when the expiry, when does a contract expire? Because, like, a contract could expire and you could still stay at the negotiation table. And the contract is still being carried over, even though it's expired. It's both parties agree. Guess but at what? any time, somebody can walk away from the table after the contract's expired. If you it, expired, it, if you go on strike before the contract expired, it's called a wildcat strike. Those are illegal. Like Biden wouldn't even allow that. Illegal. The Teamsters are still trying to strike a deal with the Yellow Corporation, too, before this. And their contract is up prior. And if the union gives in, Guess what? Carol and team are going to walk all over O'Brien once they. Oh, once so they Brian's Brian's extended right now. Yeah, Brian's extended. Right. He's overextended right He's now. Not enough bandwidth. There, there's there's not enough. Their deal's up at the end of this month. Yeah, and America. there's no way the government's not going to. I mean, they, they will step in. They just pumped seven hundred million dollars into the L Corporation during the fucking pandemic. So it's not going it, to. It, it's all going to work out. We're going to be on the up and up. I'm optimistic about it, but Merrick, how does that I 95 corridor collapse impact logistics on the East coast? For I mean, local, local P and D's are absolutely fucked. Um, I mean, it's a crucial lifeline for the drivers and now it's gone. And I mean, shit's going to get delayed. So if you live in the Philly area, guess what? Your stuff's not going to, get delivered on time and it's probably if you're shipping something probably isn't going to get to where it's going on time yeah it's gonna have a hard time leaving the city portland maine to freaking miami if i'm a carrier in that area though man i am hiking up rates non-stop right now you push price right here you definitely push price you're pushing price for shittier times what's this mike no you're gonna bail that's them gross. out dave that's you're gross gonna ba- you're gonna bail them out what are you taking it there by bike Figure something out. 
Smaller fleets, Dave. Smaller fleets. We're more nimble. Um, I know it's a major artery we lost, but we're more nimble. We can get around it. I know. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Um, gosh, I'm fired up. For, I'm fired up for this U.S. Open. I love this hat. Absolutely. Boys, I yes. love this hat. Well, the I thing is, that's cool is we'll be watching this at like Sunday at 8 o'clock at night, too. I said that today at work. The coolest thing is on uh, really for uh, Thursday night when you get home because it's like five o'clock and they'll, they're only going to be they're going to be on like the third or fourth hole when you get home at five o'clock. Yeah, the late that's wave. What's nice. Rom's playing the late shift on Friday, so that'll be good. Hell yes. All right, boys. Any last thoughts for our listeners? No, we just got to figure out what uh, what's the new music that we're going to use. I'm going to have to come up with something, Dave. Do we have any musicians in the audience that could that could play something for us? Do we could call up JV Studios? <laughs> oh my god! How do you pull these? I don't know who that is. How do you pull these? You it kills me every single time you say. I I started laughing as soon as you just said our law firm. I knew who you, what you were gonna say, and I was still laughing. I'm like the our law firm of McGinnis Weinstein Rustin Van Vliet. Oh, gotta throw Chew in there. Uh, <laughs> gotta gotta have a, one Jewish name is required. Yeah, mandatory. Absolutely mandatory. Uh, we got a. I'm glad that we're getting our merch finally because we got a backlog of people we owe merch to. I know, boy, me. I, I, look, right. I look back and like because I have my notebook that I have that I write my notes on, and I, <laughs> I look back and I'm like, okay, I beat Merrick in this thing. I beat Merrick in this thing. I'm like, he fucking owes me like three rounds of merch, dude. I want. I I did. I I have them still in the shopping cart. I created t-shirts, 10 t-shirts was, it was $49 a t-shirt. Um, Holy I'm, getting shit. Ho- I'm getting hosed somewhere. So then I said, screw it. I'll go to koozies. You can make some pretty nice koozies for two ninety three a koozie, but the minimum order is a hundred koozies. Oh, <laughs> We're going to do with a hundred, three South side guys. It's a t- lot for a hundred, right? It's going to be cheaper. <laughs> three guys from the South side. And that's. That has I, our put in, I, put code. Notes, I put in our show notes. The last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was scheduling uh, Texas visits, a Houston visit specifically. H-Town. So, I mean, we could just start passing them out. That'd be it's funny true. at a uh, handlebar. Yeah. yeah. We'll just be going around. I'll be like, well, they should all, all the blaze faces ones and be like, Hey, just he's go, go talk to him. He's right over there. You can meet the celebrity right now. <laughs> Need a better photo. I'm not putting your photo on the koozie boys. Don't worry. Oh, I thought it was the t-shirt ones you guys made. No, 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 no. No, we haven't made these yet. No. no, we I I was I was rebranding us, making actual, you know, putting some actual clip art and everything on there. Um, we might get, you know, we could get start getting hyped and get some momentum leading into football season because we could start doing weekly pods again. Let's and get then a couple we could wins. We Why could, not we us? Could, we could do it. Why not us, Dave? Get a couple wins. Do it. Yeah, maybe in August we can do those previews. I think we did that last year. I love it. Yeah, I want to start looking at win totals either way, though. Like once everything winds down, just throw throw a couple out there. Because I think I mentioned I'm I would I had way more fun rooting for our futures that any of us had together than I did for any like the single bet weeks. Even though like we're gonna bet that anyways, but just to have like two hundred bucks on a couple different win totals would be fun. I'm not gonna go as crazy as Blaze. My my budget's not built for that. Yeah, pressure's on me. I gotta hit up. I got to attend like parlay again for this third straight year. I'm not, missing, a lot of house I'm not missing out this year. Well, no, he doesn't let you see him. Cause then he gets mad. If you tell him I'm, 
I told you guys about that bull one. I'm just going to give him the money this time and just say, here, here's $170, put $10 a week on it. The weekly well, so, perennial. Well, well, so this is a thing now. I can't do, I can't do that. So I have to have like Mullen, Hepper, Dave do it. So, okay. So we fund somebody else and we cut them in. Well, no, that's the thing. Mullen already said he'll take all mine. Perfect. All right. Well, maybe I'll do a weekly perennial for, uh, that's what I, Oh, Merrick, I've been doing weekly perennials for all the majors, like doing 10 matchups. So maybe I'll, I'll let you know, put that on the Twitter, check it out. 10 matchups. Yeah. 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 I've, like, um, yeah, I give them all like 20 bucks and then do 10 matchups on DraftKings and hope I get lucky. They're not even close to winning though. And if, if you're at Midlothian country club, you can find, uh, our merchandise in the woods, uh, <laughs> in the rough or in the drink. If you happen to so Go in there. Um, Are you going to play there with with Coobs to warm up? Yeah, yeah. Playing we'll, Sunday. Well, we'll teaser. So you're not you're not coming in Fourth of July anymore. Uh still TBD. They okay. do they they cut back. No, I mean it makes it yeah. no, it makes it easier on me as far as planning shit out. That's yeah. All. I don't I don't have anything scheduled right now. So, so we'll have to get something else in the calendar, definitely for fall, if not for August. Yeah, I like it. I would prefer to do something in the fall just because then we could have like our big Saturday of betting well, football. That's and way more fun. It's not 9,000 degrees down here. Well, then who am I going to ask to place bets then? <laughs> well, it's, it's true. I don't know how. That's a really good point. I didn't think that part hey, of it through. Hey, I'll text so, your dad, Dave. I was going to say, we're just going to have to give my dad be like, hey, we're dad, Dave Sr., we're going to drop you 1,500 bucks and you're going to have to place these all weekend for us. Boys, the line to Grand Rapids is open. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, not for well, me. Well, not either. for yeah, but you could do it through me. Uh, I'm also off of the. Uh, I wasn't using the other one uh, as much, so I'm off of it. I would have to re- reopen an account. <sighs> so it's just you know, maybe Texas cool. legalizes it by then. No, it didn't pass this legislative year. Oh god, they couldn't even losers. get a property tax reduction passed. My friends who own houses were going for crying about that. Well, isn't yeah. that the whole thing that they like the property taxes are through the roof there? Yeah. If, they get their money one way or another. Yeah, That's why I always it evens out. Like, oh, That's no income, ta- no, no, no income tax. Like, what's the effective tax rate? It's still higher in other states, obviously, but yeah, no, it's definitely nice in Houston with no zoning laws. So, no income tax, no property tax. It's a good deal for me. It is good. All right, boys. Good catching up as always. Go Homa, go Hatton, go Morikawa. Some I can't. I can't wait for this to drop and just hear what the opening music is. Oh my god, it's 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 going to be an absolute rush, Dave. An absolute rush. <laughs> I don't know. Rush might actually be all over that and stop you. Well, no, not the band, not the band. Oh, okay. But, uh, it 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 will be good. I'll figure it out. Always do. Uh, listeners, thanks for tuning back in. Enjoy some of the picks. Have a good weekend. Good luck and happy gambling. Peace.